Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pack filler. Pack filler. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. Welcome to another episode of the Pack Filler Podcast, home to every bad or dumb ass who's ever straddled a top tube. You can be a part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, or dumb old email at info at packfiller.com. Listen while working, training, or just sitting and sipping a cold one. And now your hosts, Pat Bulger and Mark Hodgson. Tan lines and everything. Oh my God. Hey, we are Rule 5. We are Pack Filler. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show that can probably generate more watts with a beer than without a beer. We are not in the Pack Filler studios today. We're not. We're not even close to the Pack Filler studio. Well, we're, well, close. we're pretty close. We're close. I mean, but this was just, it was, this is just one of those days that if you don't do something outside, you're going to regret it, especially where we live. Oh, gosh. We are outside on my deck today because it's it, this is our second 80-degree day in the month of April. In two days. Yeah, second in a row, back-to-back. Back. Yeah. And it's not like you had one at the beginning of April and now you no, have another. Yeah. <laughs> and I can honestly say that neither of which I have been on my bike for. Sad. Yeah. Welcome to the Pack Filler Podcast. I am Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. Hey, you know, um, i got to get the sponsor things out of the way. we got a couple things going on. Um, of course, uh, thanks to Dave over at Sufferfest again and again and again and again and again. He is uh, feeling a little bit of the crunch of things right now. Dave's going to have to raise his prices very soon, boys and girls, for his videos. And they are so extremely expensive as it is. And that was me being sarcastic. They $10? Yeah, they're 10 bucks. So I don't know what he's going to be raising to. But he's going to have to do that really soon, and I think come the first weekend of May, he's going to have to do that. So Dave's cool with us saying that if you have ever thought about buying a Sufferfest video, buy it now before the price goes up. 
Yeah, they're fabulous. Do it. Yeah, especially for those of you who are not enjoying the weather patterns we are. The only complaint I have with our Sufferfest videos, and perhaps Dave can help me out on this, is I've bought all of them. and Yeah, me too. Um, they're zipped. The ones I get are zipped. we got to open them. I don't have zip. So how do I get zip? It should un- it's not, it's zip is just a, it's condensed. It's a smaller version. So of do the I need to download something? No, to you just uncon- double click it. You just click it and open it. It doesn't work. I flicked. <laughs> I'll try it again. You've got to help me. It's <laughs> I am a technical technological neophyte. Well, it's on the, the the backup CD is how I have it. And it oh, won't, it okay. won't come down off the backup CD, and that's a bit odd. When it comes into my my web browser, I think that's worked well for the computer. I'm yeah. still trying to convert it to Apple TV. Really, you should just be able to load it into your iTunes. Yeah, that's what I'm I can do. show you how to. Do yeah, that. show me how to you do just that. Just got to convert it. It's over. not Dave. It's not no. Dave McQuillan at all. I'm not. I love Sufferfest videos, but. My uh, my Suffer Studio has been converted. It's perfect. It's oh, got a man. great TV. It's got Bose surround sound, and uh, and Apple TV, and it's it's fabulous. And I watch TV down there probably once a month. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, I don't really watch TV. Though. <laughs> it really needs a little time. Well, I mean, you know, I've got my wife has been so awesome. She's made me a man cave, but I'm I I don't cave up that often. Really? I'm more of a reader. (laughs) 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 And it took him this long to get married, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I want to say hi to a new friend of ours, uh, Road ID. Road ID is now doing one of those nice little link exchanges with us. Um, New sponsorship, I guess we could call it. Be sure and check on the links on our website and go and get yourself a Road ID. These nice little bands. I'm wearing one right now. It even says geek. My understanding is Road ID will be um, possibly, possibly sponsoring the Founders Day Triathlon. Oh, absolutely. They've got really good deals. And, and, you know, they are really willing to to give away their product at a lot of events. And that's cool. In fact, we're going to be using them at our... um, Oh, there's my mic stand. How professional does that sound? Um, we're going to be using them at the... You're tra- like the breakfast boys. <laughs> at, the, at the trail run series also, the Wednesday night trail series. But we're going to be talking about that here in a second as we get going. So uh, be sure and uh, How's that directional mic treating you? It sucks. I'm having to move all what around. What is your deal, it's Spazzle? Just, well, it, it's either, I was trying to do it subtly. Do I need to vamp? Is that what I need no, to do? No, I can do it you... subtly and do this. Yeah, that's nice. I have well, I, it was up too high. It was up too high, and I felt I had to sit up. And I was just—I'm not that kind of guy. I'm a sloucher. Yeah, I'm a sloucher. See, I put mine in slouch position. Yeah, and you have no realm in which to give me crap tonight. I think I do. I think uh, I have plenty of realm. Uh, what? Oh yeah, I probably owe you one. Yeah, um, you're paying me back for that time I I had to mix six packs. All I'm saying is, is I mean, you know, there's there we all make choices, and tonight. We're going to make good choices. It's not bad. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what we're talking about. <clears throat> I've, uh, gone to, I've gone to the dark side. It was, Mark's, it it. was Mark's turn to uh, to bring the beverage for this evening. And uh, the beverage of this evening is only 55 calories a bottle. <laughs> we're making changes. <laughs> you told me I was fat when you walked in. I did not. <laughs> you, you told me I needed to lose weight, which is I telling d- well, a guy no, he's fat. I said... You might want to lose weight because we're in the middle of the season. We're hitting it hard, and now's the time. You don't need extra calories. We've had our special on alcohol. Drink two drinks, and it's much better. Trust me. It's I just had the first drink. And the it first was drink might not be as refreshing as it could be, but uh, it's— Oh, it's plenty refreshing. It's just there's no flavor. It's like fizzy water. <laughs> we're having the Select 55 Calorie <laughs> Premium Light Beer. 
Fernando, oh my God. 55 calories of pure genius. I am holding in my hand one of the problems with America. I don't think so. I think it's genius. You can get drunk and not get fat. <laughs> I'm a fit drunk. I'm a very fit drunk. Is it the, is the percentage Fun. the same? Yeah. As Bud Light. Which <laughs> is not saying much. I think it's three and a half percent. Oh, I think my it's, God. I, I, I think. I, yeah, I know there's alcohol in it. <laughs> there's got to be some. They carded you. Yeah, I mean it's 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 alcohol. Uh, we'll see how it goes here, folks. Look, I'm not I'm not putting my stamp of approval on the select fifty five. Look, we have to make sacrifices. Why? We like to do stuff like this. Drink or ride our bikes? Yes. <laughs> but I like to drink because it tastes good, not because it's just a take means another to drink. Advantage. Take another All right, drink. I'll It'll try get one better. more. It, it this is better. the one you promised. This is the be one better. that's it's better. Okay. I this didn't say it was great. No, I you said, you it was said it. It's not bad. Just don't smell it. Oh God. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. It is sex in a canoe. Uh special hi to uh our good friend Frank over at Velmanati.com. Thanks. Uh, Frank was on our sh- on the show a couple weeks ago. You had a mild family emergency, which mm-hmm. we're gonna kind of slowly be getting into here as we go. Um <clears throat> I had been talking to Frank on and off. He he was enjoying uh the trip of all trips. The Velaminati Keepers actually had a scheduled trip. They went over and uh, had a, a grouped tour. We talked about this on the show. Um, he, they were at Flanders. They were at Perry roubaix and um, fully guided. They got to ride with Museo on the Pave. They got to do, you know, ride on an indoor track. How'd they like the the Pave? Um, he said it was just. I mean, there's one photo of him on the on the site where he's actually bent down and kissing the cobbles. I mean, it was it was a beauty trip. These guys went on, and we got that kind of that inside scoop as to as to Perry Roubaix and as to you know what it was like to be there for both of those races, which I can only just imagine has got to be epic. We should go. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was the Keepers Tour, and uh, so Frank, I was able to get a hold of him over there. It was. Uh, you know, early evening here. It was late evening there, and they had had. That's a, really late evening. They had had a lot of fun at the pubs, and they were drinking the beer that sponsors the the, the group. And uh, he he had a couple cups of coffee and came on the air with it, with me, and uh, we got to talk about the classics and things like that. So awesome from Frank for doing that. Thanks for him. Uh, stay tuned. A little special announcement. We're probably going to have something coming f- more from them as we get going here because. It's just too much fun of a partnership to work with those guys, and uh, you know they're a hoot. And, yeah. and Frank loves coming on the show, so that's that's just a win-win. There. We could be running afoul of Rule Five tonight. I mean, just saying, but but it's because of the beer you brought. Fifty-five. Because of the beer you brought. Fifty. So I can double drink, fives. So I can drink three of these and get the equivalent of a regular beer. Mm, I don't think so. I think it. What's regular beer calories? Regular beer calories yeah, is like 100 176 for a microbrew, so maybe 220 for a pale ale. So okay, four of them. Yeah, you get down a six pack. God, I'd rather for one. I'd rather sip happy if, and instead of drink angry. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's tis the season. We're gonna have look. To see it's how got the show goes. 55 calories, double fives. You've said that about 12 times, 55. trying to justify your purchase. Yes. Okay, what's the purchase? How much does it cost? Fifty-five cents. <laughs> you didn't invent that. Five. Did you when you were walking through the beer aisle on the way here, thinking, mm-hmm. "Oh God, it's show night. It's my turn to buy beer." Um, did you just look at that and go, "Yeah"? Uh, yeah. No, actually, I or mean, did you go, "I'm going to mess with Pat"? 
No, actually, I mean, we've been making changes at my house, so just to get some weight off, and so this was. Why do I have to suffer? Well, if I got to go, you got to go. God damn it. I'm going, you're going. (sighs) Sorry. You know, it's not that I follow the rules. I do make them. Whatever. We've got a lot of things that have happened since our last show. We we took a little break off of here because of your, well, your family stuff going on. My God. We had a couple things, but nothing big. Holy crap. But we got a lot of stuff happening, too. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, the uh, Spokane River Run was yesterday, and I had a great time there. Once again, Mike Ajo and those guys doing a really cool event. Over 1,000 runners this year. Now, that's a record. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's a record, but it was, it was a great race. Now, that's got a long portion, though. Is that the 20-miler? They have a 50K, they have a 25K, they have a 10K, and a 5K. Is Uh-oh. Playing. Are you hearing music in the background, yeah. Mark? Yeah. Man, Mark, that's that's the kind of guy he is. And that's what will <laughs> not stop a professional broadcast from Mark is the fact that he heard music in the background. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. It's it was all, it wasn't being bled over into the tape, but thanks for calling attention to it so now everybody knows, you know. It's like pulling back the curtain and seeing that the uh Well, what I was worried about was is there a barbecue next door? <laughs> there is. <laughs> well, I mean, but are they playing music, and oh. should we be concerned no, about I don't that? think it'll bleed through. I no. mean, I don't think we're going to have to pay royalties for their music or anything like that. Well, I kind of hope they do. They can yeah. sue us. <laughs> All kinds of stuff going on. Um, but uh, it was great going out there. 50K. Can you imagine 50K? They had a pretty good 50 hard K. Yeah. Yeah, it's off-road. I mean, it's all trail, and it's it was It's epic. hard trail, though. It's yeah. not. It's not just mellow. Absolutely. And it was, it was just... And 80 degrees, it was a gorgeous day, but not necessarily a gorgeous day for a 50K trail run when you're finishing in the heat of that day, and there wasn't a lot of wind. Not a lot of support either. I mean, no. that's not like where you have a, a water station every mile. No, they did have quite a, They did have water stations. I know that, but um, I don't know how often. Well, I mean, and then uh, now, what time did the, the 50K start? 7.30. And what time did the last one get done? I left at, uh, it was... Three o'clock, and they still had runners out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Um, so it was it was going to be a long day out there for some for some remaining people. But uh, I mean, ten k was huge. There were a ton of people there. Five uh, k, of course, huge. Um, but you know, it was it was great to see, and it's a lot of fun out there. We were able to kind of cross promote with our uh, trail run series that my wife and friend of mine and our little two G one D thing are putting on. And it was it was good, and I think we're going to get some good numbers out at the Wednesday night mountain bike and trail run series, which are coming down the pike starting in May. Ooh, yeah, that's, where at? Um, that's going to be at the Riverside Seven Mile Airstrip here in lovely Spokangeles. Every Wednesday, we're going to be doing a um, uh, th- either three or four mile course, and you have the option of one lap or two laps. Every Ooh. week, it will be a different course in conjunction with the mountain bike race that is also going on at the same time. So. You can do one. I mean, you can do one one week, one the other week, or you could bring your significant other out. And I don't want to ride my bike. Well, you can come out and run and things like that. It's so it'll be a really cool. Yeah, or you can double it and do a ten. Could you do the five k and the mountain bike race? No, they will oh. both be starting at the same time, unfortunately. And what nights is Wednesday nights starting May seventeenth? I think Michelle. Michelle. Oh, she's once ignoring again. me. Once again, she's we've ignoring been me. Bagged on by the wife. Yeah, she's closed the door. So, so sad. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's starting. I uh, just 
right around the corner here in May, and then it runs about seven weeks long. So that should be a lot of fun. Wow. Yep. Be sure, if you want to tune into that and you want to check out the details on that, 2G1DEvents.com. Wow. Uh, 24-hour mountain bike race is coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna be out there. I don't know if you, you you should come out and play with us. Isn't that Memorial Day weekend? That is Memorial Day weekend. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a problem. Really? I don't think I'm racing that weekend. Yeah, it's a fun one to announce, and it's a fun. It's just a cool environment. It's just they call it the Woodstock of of mountain biking, and it kind of is. I mean, the the 24 hour races are almost one of those dying arts. It seems. Um, you know, because it's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's fun though. I did it a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, we get a four-man team. I think I did six laps throughout the 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And you do a lap, I'd have about three, four hours off. Mm-hmm. You do a lap, I've had four hours off. Two, and do a lap, four hours off, all the way through the night. And it was it was cool. I mean, it's uh, it's it kind of reminds me of some of the things that triathlon has figured out. And cycling, I still, and we've talked about this on the show before, hasn't necessarily got dialed in. The fact that you could be competitive in an event and... Not lose out, not get dropped, not be left behind. You know, if, you, if you're not competitive in a cycling race, you're alone. It's over. If you're in a triathlon, you're competing against your age group. You're still passing people. People are passing you. It's a constant, mm-hmm. ongoing kind of a thing. You can race within your own abilities. And uh, this is kind of like this with this mountain bike race. You don't, I don't care. You know, there are guys who are passing me who are probably in my same category or not. I didn't care. And mm-hmm. But you just raced at your own pace and as hard as you could. So then I, I think that's awesome. And. I'm surprised if the trend is such that 24-hour races are dying out. I hope they're not. They I might be hard to put on. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, this is like a 12-mile loop, a 12-mile loop, and it, it's you know, it, everybody's on this huge flat area camping out and having a great time, and mm-hmm. and it's a, and it goes. I mean, you start at noon, finish at noon, and. Eat wow. a lot of stuff. They have pizza feed in the mi- midnight pizza feed or lasagna feed or whatever. In the morning, they have a big s- pancake thing going on. Mark Starr with David's Pizza is out mm-hmm. there with his truck making these all kinds of stuff. Oh, it's, that's it's great. A, it's hoot. It's great. And mm-hmm. um, so I strongly recommend getting on that one. Roundandround.com, our good friend Gino is, is putting on that one, and uh, Gino and Wendy. So check that one out. That's That's a fun event. How long has Gino done that? Since time began. Yeah, I know. More yeah. or less. Uh, round and Round Productions started in the, in the 90s, and uh, they've, been doing, they've been doing all kinds of stuff. They had a huge mountain bike series going for a long time. Now they've kind of scaled it just down to the, a couple events that they really like doing, and this is their main one. But um, the 24-hour race has gone for quite a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I, can't, I, I, could, I wouldn't be able to tell you the exact day that it started, but it's been, it's been, it's been a hit since. And, I mean, I think they've... They're capping it off at 900 entrants this year. Saying no more. Yeah. We're 900 done. entrants. That's a lot. That's amazing. That is amazing. And it's not cheap. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's not cheap. But it's fun. Yeah. Cool. So, well, I mean, you get to race for 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, talk, uh, talk to me about Founders. Founders Day. We have the website up. It's at founders, it's foundersdaytriathlon.com. And we have a website up with applicants. Uh <laughs> We're ready to go on that. We should have Road ID as a sponsor. Our good friend Kurt Dupuis has yep. um, graciously volunteered to contact them. And it should be good. It should be much better than last year. I have promoted the club, promoted it to the club Arrive 
or not Arive, but uh, excuse <laughs> me. All four of us? Yeah, all four of us. Uh, we're we're going to go for a bigger audience this year. <laughs> that might help out the numbers. Um, but no, I went to uh, the Trifusion meeting the other night, and there will be a discount for every Trifusion member doing the race of wow. $5. However, they have a kids' try that day. And yeah. If you volunteer at the kids' try, you get $20 off your race. Because you can't do it. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can do both? Yeah, I bumped the start back now. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah. You bumped the start back an hour. So the kids' triathlon is over before Founders Day starts by oh, an hour? By a lot more than an hour. It's what time oh. is, do these kids have to get up? I think. I don't know. I, I don't know when the kids' try is. Wow. That's but, an yeah. early deal. Sucker fills, though. Man, yeah. Amen. No, that's great. So that'll be cool. Good, 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 good. That's a fun, especially if uh, if you have been can kicking the tires of a triathlon. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking, I wonder if I, I wonder if I should do it. I don't know. If I'm I scared of the swim because oh, I am such a long swim. Um, this is a cool, and I'm speaking as a fairly neutral party on this. Yeah. Um, as I'm not the triathlete, the triathlete of the show anyway. So, you know, you're great. You're gritting your face. You just finished that beer, and you're gritting your face. You're gritting your teeth. You're thinking. Crap! Maybe I should just take the stairs a couple more times instead of and just have real beer. I was I was gritting my teeth, going, "That's the last bit of deliciousness." <laughs> <laughs> you lying sack of shit, uh, but, uh, founders! It's a great first race. You swim across a very very tiny lake. Oh, it's it's practically a pond. Yeah, the ride is, but still satisfying. <laughs> it looks like a ways, but it's really it's not very far. No. I mean, it's it's, you feel accomplished. It's good. It's a good one. The ride is one of the better rides I've actually. I mean, it's such a great course because there's. It's really pretty low traffic. Yeah. Um, the police sure help out a lot. Um, flat as a mm, girl home alone on Friday night. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean it's it's pretty flat. There's no major climbs. It's a okay. bit rolly. A little rolling. It's a little okay. rolly, but uh, no, I I wouldn't say there's anything more than a 200 meter climb. Okay. And the run is pretty straightforward. I you know it's funny. It's billed as a 3.4 mile run, and I went off of the old information so as not to burst anyone's bubble. I think it might be closer to two nine. <laughs> uh, I ain't saying. I'm just saying. Um, it's it's a short run. I mean, we're bi- we'll bill it as three four as long as people will let us. But yeah. uh, I think if we ever have any certification, we could have um, a different start finish for the run. A little issue. Oh, we'll overlap it. I mean, that's what they've done for true five k's and stuff on that course. But yeah. The run is relatively flat too. There's a couple little bumps in it, but nothing more than probably a hundred yard climb. Oh wow! I mean, nothing. The run is is really quite quite nice. Actually, it's quite it's it's a good it's a good run. Right on. So and, and it's a fun race. Last year we did, the weather gods weren't smiling on us that much, but the good Lord wouldn't ruin the best game of golf of my life. Well, you know, I'd play on. I'll say that though, but you know, there were a lot of people racing, and people enjoyed racing <laughs> it, and it was a good race. I think we've got good people, um, you know, to to put it on. I, I really am optimistic for this year, and, and hopefully the race will grow this year. Yeah, and it's it's a fun one, you guys. So if you are kicking the tires, get out there, check out the website, and go do this one. This is a fun one. Oh, yeah. Last on our immediate calendar as we're rolling here is the good old Windermere Marathon Oh, in May. Um, is that Memorial Day weekend? That is not. That is the before, weekend before. Before, yeah, the weekend before. Oh, 
okay. And uh, that's a good race. That's a fun race. The only, I think, the only marathon where you actually lose elevation throughout the entire thing. Yeah, y- you have to. Yeah, it is all Centennial Trail. It is uh, straightforward. And um, we're going to, our illustrious voices are going to be back on board with that one. I like to think of them more as the Velvet Pipes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, and, You're a finisher. And if you tune into their website now, you can hear us, by the way. Oh. Yeah. The royalty checks have yet to come in on that. Oh, I didn't that sign one. that licensing yeah. agreement. But I thank you. But yeah. Thank you for the. Yeah, exactly. I guess they own our voices because of the race. Yeah, they might. But either way, it's a great race. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, yeah. I'm glad to be a part of it. Good guys. We've been with them since the beginning. And uh, we're going to be with them again here this year. And it's a fun race. If you've, it's a, it's a marathon and half. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a it finishes downtown Spokane. We're going to finish a little differently this year. But I think we're going to be over near the stage a little bit. So I don't know Have how that's going to that work. Done that for three years. This is our third. Yeah, or is it our fourth? Uh, this will be our fourth. This yeah, this will be our fourth. We've done it three years. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> so it's. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, be sure and check out Windermere Marathon. Google it. Um, I think it's windermeremarathon.com, but uh, you can check that one out for now, sure. Now, were they going to change the finish this year? They are. And where's the finish going? It is no longer going to be on the bridge there going across the river. I think what they're going to do is actually finish it a little closer o- over to where the uh, the food garden and uh, performing stage were. So they'll still cross the bridge, but then they'll finish it where the bands are? Yeah. That's what I'm getting the feeling of. Well, that'll be interesting for our mics. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> interesting competing with uh, with Kenny G and the Rednecks or whatever. The well, they actually, the I mean, those guys, those guys actually have pretty good systems. So they do. They, they, they do. They will dwarf our, yeah. our puny little. Yeah. So it should be an interesting. Uh, Bring lots of speakers. Battle of the bands. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Yeah, enough, enough. I, I look. And you win. Yeah, achy, yeah, yeah, breaky yeah. heart. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to figure that one out, see how that one rolls. Um, it so should work well, though. I think th- I, I agree with what they're doing, though. It should be more of a village feel Yeah, is what they're looking for, and I think that's perfect. I, I, I liked finishing on the bridge, but I must admit I do wilt by the oh end. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, um, I'm, I'm, we, I'm, I'm throwing a tent up this year, I think. In the past years, I usually tend to get a little lazy at finish areas and not throw our tents up. And... Uh, become a little crispy tent please yep yep yeah so we'll be doing that this year and uh come talk to us you know we've had a lot of people attend that race and say it's a lot of fun so um yeah come we have a lot of us. people repeat it too i mean a yeah. lot of you know i mean a lot of repeat finishers we'll do we'll be sure and destroy your last name once again too like if you are kicking around the idea of doing a marathon which i guess you're probably a little late in your training now yeah, start, um start now. but maybe next year it's a great first one because it's not intimidating. You know, no. I mean, you're literally, you, if you do the work, you'll finish this one. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done a marathon in a long time, but that one, that one seems like it's a pretty straightforward one. Oh yeah, it is. And you know, I mean, it's not like where you're going, oh look, a, a mile long climb yeah. out of, and then, and then going down into a pass or yeah. you know, like the Spokane marathon, I think is a challenging course. It's brutal. It's, it's brutal. It's horrible. I mean, not horrible. It's a fun course, but it's it's horribly yeah. difficult. Yeah. Whereas, like, Windermere is gentle. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it honestly, starting at Post Falls, it, it finishes at a lower elevation than when it started. I know Las Vegas used to be like that. Really? The problem with Las Vegas, when I ran it, um, yay, <laughs> it, uh, it, it was downhill. The dead hookers that you had to step over? They were okay. I yeah. mean, they, it wasn't. You know, I mean, it's just the smell. <laughs> but um, the issue, <laughs> the 
the issue really was the wind. Um, because out in Vegas, because of the smell from the dead hook. No, the wind is it's washed. Um, but you you had this wind that is steady. It's not like the wind here. The wind yeah. in Spokane for all of our overseas listeners is gusty. <laughs> it's it's gusty. I mean, it's you know, and, yeah. and you get huge gusts. But there's no steady wind in Vegas. It is a steady. I mean, it when just I doesn't stop. there's nothing to stop it. Yeah, it's like a steady. I would say 10, 15 mile an hour wind, and you just run into it. Oh, so downhill Schmounhill. What time of year is the Vegas Marathon? January. Oh, okay. and okay. Uh, and the other thing is, is yeah, thank God, not June. Yeah. Um, but uh, the thing about it is, they've changed the course now too. So you run on the strip and everything. When I did it, oh, you wow. started in Glen or something or somewhere outside, twenty six miles outside of Vegas. Oh, wow. You ran through the beautiful um, outskirts of Vegas, which, by the way, they're not beautiful. It's, no, I thought I'd get mugged. Yeah. And then you finished at a park. Oh. Yeah, I got my only support I received, I was handed an orange that was unpeeled. <laughs> no expense spared for the Las Vegas. Well, they, they were talking about all these celebrities that were running it and everything. There was like IndyCar drivers and everybody, and they were announcing there was 5,000 people. I thought it'd be great support. And yeah, there Nothing. was water stations with nobody there, and they had like the little uh, water The little bottles. dispenser tap yeah, the dis- thing? Like, like the water coolers. Oh, my God. Down in the ditch. So you had to run. If you wanted water, you had to run down in the ditch, fill up a cup, and then drink it. <laughs> it's wonders for your time. Well, I mean, nothing says – well, not that I was – I I crapped out around 14 miles. I actually ran okay, but, oh. like, the first 13 miles I was fine, and then I just – I didn't bring any support because I thought this is the biggest marathon I've this ever done. This is Las done. Vegas. I should be able to get goo. And they had nothing, and so I ran out of calories. But So I didn't – I was right around – you finished though? Well, oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can always finish in there. Only one I've only one I've done is Portland. Well, that's a now that's a marathon. That's a great first race though. Oh, I think. oh, I mean, and it's well supported. Yeah, and, I mean, there's tons of people, and yeah. it's not through the desert with a 50 mile an hour headwind, and I mean, <laughs> it's it's the marathon. My wife will never forgive me for it though, because she was just at the finish line before I came. About 10 minutes before I got there, she was making a comment on all the gross guys with the bloody nipples, and. um Bloody nipples. I, I, yeah, it was bad. I mean, it it rained super hard right at the start, Ooh. and um, I I mean, I'd been doing my training right, you know, but uh, the I think the wet starting with the wet shirt didn't didn't bode well. For what kind of shirt for the man boobies? Yeah, uh, just a good old fashioned Cool Max oh, shirt okay. of some sort. You mm-hmm. know, I think I bought it from a good old fashioned Roadrunner Sports back when they were. I think they're still around, but um, I used to shop a lot through Roadrunner. Yeah, I've had a bloody nipple before, but I've never had to tape them up. No, I should have. I should have around mile 18 taped them out. I suppose you could do a body glide, and that might help a lot. Yeah, I did that for other areas. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you'd done your nipples, you'd probably have been okay. It's the nipple show, everybody. Hey, um, I, I, since we are kind of jumping around, but that's okay. Um, I, I do need to update people on the junior team thing. That is still Ooh. official a go. It is a go, baby, a go. In fact, we're going to have our first kind of mini introductory training camp in June. Coming up in June, once the kids are out of school, we're going to do a week-long training camp for introduction to road cycling. And uh, so I, I've had a lot of people, a lot of parents kind of saying, hey, what are you going to you know, put your money where your mouth is, asshole? We're doing it, and uh, so stay tuned for information on that. We're going to be posting that up and getting that going. I think it's time to, you know, just start off kind of like 
our caller Billy said on our last show, you know, talking about stuff like getting kids excited about it, not necessarily planning an agenda of creating a, a Tour de France champion, but going out and, and just going for a ride and having fun. A no-drop kind of policy for that first week and get kids used to it and get, get things going. So that's what we're hoping for. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Cycling is one of the best things that ever happened to me. So um, however, however it happens. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. So we're going with it. Hey, um, you know, kind of we're going to ju- we're going to play with the, the show topics today, but a little bit. Um, and I you I haven't even I'm just going to pull this on you here. Um, I've been I've found a new toy. And now that you are now one of us, you mentioned on the slide because I was too frozen looking at the fact that you brought this craft beer. But you mentioned something along the lines of an, of an Apple product now in your possession. And I don't mean the stuff that grows on trees. Maybe. Don't be coy with me, son of a bitch. Maybe. I bought the Apple, the iPhone. I mean, I needed a new phone, and I bought a phone. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I, I love it. Steve Jobs is crying. It's a, it's a, a yeah, I bought the Apple iPhone 4S. Yeah. So and it's fabulous. Welcome to the dark side. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's really, um, I put the uh, Strava app on it. Thank you. That was the exact topic I was going to speak of today. Yes. Did you do that on purpose or did you look at my notes? Uh, no, not at all. You no, I put the Strava app on it. Crafty son of a bitch. N- yeah. Um, have absolutely you, love it. Have you joined the pack filler team? No, I didn't know there was a pack filler team. There we go. I was going to ask you if you have started using Strava, and I was going to see if you were involved in it. And um, I am into it. And, in fact, I wanted to talk about a little bit of the Strava versus Map My Ride thing going on here because they are two very similar apps, very similar programs. But um, uh, Strava, I've just kind of started using it. I think I've had it on my phone for a while, but Mm -hmm. I really didn't use it. And um, when I get out to ride, I'm, I'm... Jazz that it's breaking. I'm I'm going to assume our listeners know about Strava. Well, uh, what is Strava, Pat? I wasn't going to do that, but you know, it's it's the it it it's a GPS application for your for your phone. Basically, you uses the GPS that is usually used by the government to track your every movement, but instead of tracking you in order to know all the naughty things you do on the side, this is a Strava app that 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 is for good. It is. And I was able to go out, and for example, this last Saturday, I got out to finally, you know, expose my legs to sunlight, which I'm, I'm going to apologize to all the drivers who had to put their visors down because my legs were so bright. 
But it was it's so nice to be able to go out and do a ride. I'd never done this this loop I did before. In fact, I went way out in the valley, out Sullivan, and all the way up the Sullivan to Micah. Oh, that's a great loop. And up that long hill, uh, and then I came it's around. about a two-mile hill, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. didn't realize it was that long. That's a ways. It's yeah. not too bad. It's not too steep. But no, it's steady though. Yeah, and it's, it's a it's a it's a haul. And then rode up to just outside of Freeman and back in through the, uh, the down Hank. through Rockwood and all that. Uh, uh, Rockford, Rockford. No, yeah. I didn't go that far uh, because I rode out to the valley. Oh, and then okay. I rode up that hill and then I came back along the old Palouse. Oh, okay. Uh, for those of you who are not from Spokane, sorry, we're back. Um, but what was cool about it is I got home and I was able to not only look at the uh, elevation. Gain. I did over sixteen hundred feet of climbing, and but but it breaks down sections of the race of the ride. It told me where I sat in terms of everybody who's done that climb. Oh wow! On Strava, so unfortunately I was like thirteenth out of seventeen <laughs> going up that climb. But to be able to look at it and go, holy crap! It told oh, me my average pace going up just that climb. Really? And it ranked it against everybody else who's ever done it. Wow! Yeah. I see. I haven't done that yet. On I just started using it. I just used it to see how far and fast I went. And yeah, stuff. and it's and uh, you know. So if you look at that, it's going to break all that stuff down. Um, Ted Chauvin, a uh, local cyclist here in town, in fact, like puts on some races. He put on a Wednesday night time trial series mm-hmm. using Strava, mm-hmm. which basically he says, "Here's the course. You're on your own. You have to do it on this day." You go out and you ride the course with Strava and you post it and he ranks it there and then people get first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever on, mm-hmm. the, on the time trial. I thought that was a pretty damn good idea. Oh, yeah. That was pretty d- creative. And I think I think if there aren't people who are kind of doing unofficial kind of grassroots races like that, that that's just that's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I mean, every time I'm going to go out and ride, I'm going to be able to. Uh, I think I don't know if there's a post limit on Strava or not. I started to research it a little bit today. So did you have to post your ride in order to break it down, or does it automatically break it down? Uh, it automatically broke it down. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, just on specific areas. So I'm sure if you, like, for example, if you did Seven Hills with Strava. I didn't I'd, do it with Strava. Oh, I bet it would break it down because that's a common enough ride that people would know that. Boy, that's a fun ride. It was a lot easier on my bachelor party when people were pushing me up the hills. Oh, um, man. That is, I mean... That is a great ride. For those of you who don't know this one, and if you're not from Spokane or if you've never been to a bike race in Spokane in the 80s, we have a nationally ranked road course. Literally. I mm-hmm. mean, it was one of the toughest courses in the country back when we were doing our races. The two Olympic trials. We had a big race coming on here. It's a 35-mile loop, and I would love to know the amount of climbing that you do in that 35 miles. It's a lot. Oh, it's got to be well over 2,000 feet. So what do you think is the hardest hill on that on that one. This is for our local listener. Um, the one after Big Sandy. Double Trouble? No, the one, the next one. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah. Because it, it goes steep into it. Yeah. Mellows out for about a half mile. Yeah. And then steep again. Yeah. It's just kind of like a tease. It is. It is. It's a brutal course. Yeah. And especially for a guy like me who does not lie and say I am even close to a climbing physique. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a great course. But that's why we have the 55 calorie. Yeah, thank God for the 55 calorie beer. I'll be a climber if I drink enough of these, right? Col- correct. <laughs> collect. <laughs> collect. Collect. Call collect when Call you get collect. lost on the course. My goodness. Um, back in my day, we used to motor pace that course. 
I had a coach who motor paced me on that course. But where would you motor pace? Just once at the top? On part of the flats. I was going to say, like, the backside, certainly. You know, that's actually, I would give my, my eye teeth to yeah. motor pace. Oh, through, yeah. Especially through the when fields. you come down. Out. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, so it's it's a brutal, brutal, brutal course. And you now live five blocks from the start of it. So Oh, it's great. I mean, honestly, but I've really, it was funny because when when we were riding back in the day, and I know we talked about this, it's funny that and <laughs> I'd love to hear about some of our listeners from other parts of the, the country or the world because I always rode to where we were riding, and then we'd go and ride usually yeah. south or or. Or we'd go out towards Cheney. I don't know why we always went out towards Cheney. I don't know. Either. That is the worst place to ride ever. Um, they don't call it the Badlands for nothing. Well, I mean, we would literally ride out to Cheney and Tyler and all that area. And, you know, why? Yeah. Um, or the River Loop or, you know, places like that. Um, now, I go north and there's wonderful places to ride that I never really rode as a teenager. Yeah. I, I mean, don't. I don't ride out there just because it's it's a fifteen twenty mile ride for me to get there through lights too. Yeah, I mean you're looking at traffic and lights and stuff like that, which is why I don't go south that much. But I mean I can at least hop on the Centennial Trail or, or go up over five miles yeah. and, and drop down. And but um, I'm really impressed by going north and also I mean and then we have all Green Bluff and yeah. oh Little yeah. Spokane Drive and I mean, it's it's like. I mean, it's God's country. It's it's really pretty amazing that that I lived there for that long, and I, I was pretty familiar with the area. But just how much great road there is up there. We're, we rode Green Bluff, Green Bluff a bit, but I mean, yeah, no, we're we're really spoiled over here. And for those of you, I'm sure a lot of people in other communities are saying, "Oh, bullshit, we got it better." But you know, we okay, maybe you do, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna live our own life. I thought about like taking pictures on my phone, just going. These are all places that I can get to within twenty minutes of my house. I do that all the time by bike. Yeah, I do that all the time. I and, mean, you know, I was out Valley Chapel out out south yeah. here, and you're in the middle. You hop on your bike, and in twenty minutes, you're in the middle of nowhere. No, no one. Yeah. yeah, with no one. I mean, it's not like you're in Seattle with on the Burt Gilman Trail. No, going. All right, hey, come on your left, on yeah. your left, yeah. on your oh, left, exactly. on your left. Yeah, you know, it's it's truly. I mean, and and. Not to bag on Seattle or Portland, um, well Portland, but um, <laughs> the, I mean, you go and they're beautiful places and there's wonderful places to ride, but you ride with 500 of your closest friends. Yeah, yeah, so. and you're constantly at the mercy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know, and in fact, I think the the that's what makes this kind of the Strava thing cool is because now you're out there and you're out there riding these sections that many other people probably ride, but mm-hmm. uh, you can now compete against friends or at least motivate friends. It's kind of I I don't know the map my ride program very well, but this one I like the fact that it I'm I can follow certain people and see what they're doing, mm-hmm. see their rides, and mm-hmm. uh, we now have a Pack Filler Productions uh, club on Strava. So if you look it up, you can actually join the club, and it'll post within that. And you, you need to do it because oh, it'll yeah. post to our website. Well, you know, how you, fun people is that? can see that Mark's doing more miles than Pat is because yeah. you are, um, and so it's it's pretty cool. You know, elevation gain, the social aspect and stuff like that. You can pay a premium account fee at Strava. It's like six bucks a month or something like that. What does that do? Um, What it does is it actually breaks things down. It ranks your sections a little bit more. And um, from what I'm understanding, it also takes age and weight. It'll actually rank you with your age and other age groups and stuff like that. So that'll add that to it. I keep drinking this 55 caliber. Caliber? 
What is the deal? If I keep drinking this 55, I'm going to feel like I'm 55. My word. I must not have eaten. Um, yeah. <laughs> stumbling. Well, your tonight. taste buds are screaming out in pain, so you can't form any correct words. I've had a beer and a half of 55 calories. Yeah, so that's wrecked. like a quarter of a real beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Um, you can with Strava also up up the the big daddies if you don't want to you know if you want to go serious you can pay 278 bucks and it comes with a garmin 500 i already have a garmin yeah i don't well i, I don't use my 500 phone. but i use my phone well i don't know if i'll use the garmin with strava or or other apps like it i mean it works just as well the, the yeah. garmin's nice you can't heart rate monitor and you can't monitor it while you're going not really no, and not you can't safely. measure your power well yeah i mean but does the Garmin 500 measure power? I think so. I don't think it does. I think it's set up for it. I mean, you'd have to have the power uh, meter. I mean, the power cranks or something like that, and it would send the signal to your phone. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was not aware of a Garmin product that measured watts. I think there is. There, okay, cool. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Um, all right, fine. You, yeah. you might be wrong. But so cool. I say, I mean, and I'd love to hear listeners. I could be wrong, too. Well, dear diary. Um, I yeah. I think listeners need to chime in and tell us uh, the the Strava versus Met My Ride thing because I'm I'm I have both but I am now leaning a little bit more towards the the Strava thing. Oh, and you um, can run with it too. Well, the only problem with running is who wants to run with an iPhone. Good point. I mean, I I don't like. I mean, I see the cool the really cool armbands with your. I, yeah, with your phone on your arm. Yeah, it looks it's like awesome. A vinegar truck hitting a water truck. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> oh my god, can I use that? Oh, absolutely. That's brilliant because it's just like, dude, you are a vinegar truck and a water truck in an accident. I'm douche, what? douche. <laughs> yeah, I, I like mean, that. I just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I ride with my iPhone. I actually listen to music. I know you're against that. I on am my iPhone, that. but. Yeah, I, I, I do know, it very safely. I'm I'm against it. I'll probably it. get hurt now that I've said that. Yeah, you did knock. I'm against it in terms of where you are. I think uh, just uh, you gotta. I think you gotta be careful with it in terms of if, you, especially not in city or something like that. You gotta be out in the middle of nowhere if you're gonna pop those things on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I can't actually encourage people to do that. Yeah, well, of course not. Um, so so I don't know. Try that one out. I think that one's a good one. Um, you know what? I I, I kind of wanted to talk about the classics, but you know the classics are already over. It was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great, great to watch. You know, and we, like I said, we, I sure wish Conchalara wouldn't have been hurt. Um, but uh, he was flying going into him. He looked good. Conchalara, <laughs> you're on crack. Um, but I do want to talk about something that did happen when we were supposed to record our other show. And it is dealing with the triathlon world and is dealing with uh, the the great Lance Armstrong in terms of how his career is going up until this point. You I just, just want to go insight. back, though. I just want to go back to Cancellara real oh, quick. Okay. Um, we, have you ever said anything bad about Cancellara on this show? Me? Yeah, you. No? Yeah, I mean, I, don't think, I so. think you love him. I, I don't have a crush on I him. I think you have a man crush on Cancellara. I, I think he's cool. I you, I've I've yet to hear you say one negative thing about Cancelara. Okay, uh, you want me to say one negative thing? Yeah, he he hurt himself this year. 
<laughs> broke his goddamn collarbone and he and they he pinned it up sad. and everything too. Yeah, yeah. You know, but no, he's, I, a, I, he's a truck, man. I, I like got, that. I got nothing to bag on. I was just going. Have you ever said anything critical of Cantillara on this? He show? He can't climb. There, I said it. Okay, moving on to Lance. Lance Armstrong. When we last left off, you actually told me to, to bring this up in the show. In terms of, first of all, the guy's getting passed, it seems like, at the worst times, right before finishes. In, in these tries he's doing. Well, no, no, no. I, I don't know if I said that. I think he is probably the poster boy for maybe finish the race, then celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but by the same token, here's a 40-year-old man who just dusted everybody. And, oh, yeah, supposedly, what, he's on drugs now? Yeah. Did That's you, my question. Did you see the video of him dissing his kid? Okay. Uh, I think anytime there's that many video cameras on anyone and you have a race or anything that goes on, your worst he ignored moment, his daughter, Mark. I, I really – I think I even saw his tweet afterward where he said – Screw you if that's what you thought. He ignored his little baby girl. I I don't know. I'm not going to judge the guy on that. I mean, <laughs> give me a break. I mean, it's like you get done. It was a half, I believe. Or it was Galveston, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's Galveston. Was that a half? I think that I was think a half. Was I'm pretty sure Galveston was a half. So you get done with a half Ironman. You lose by one one-hundredth of a second. Yeah, guy just blew And you're trying him. to get the heck away from the, the TV cameras and maybe, yeah, you Are don't you give as much attention to your daughter in that moment as you could have, and you'll be criticized for it. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. And and anybody who's ever run a race and had a moment of emotion, give me a break. The guy's human, and, and I don't think it had anything to do with his daughter. You're defending Lance Armstrong. I am. You know, yeah, in this case, absolutely. What? You're, you're on Lance's side. Absolutely I am in that case. I mean, not for drugs. We're we're talking about for being a douche to his kid. I don't see that as, you know, I don't see that as a vinegar water truck moment. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't see how you could take someone with emotions after an Ironman or half Ironman or really even an Olympic distance triathlon. If you take someone who just got nipped at the line and they're trying to get out of the public eye so they can be pissed. And they don't they don't win the Dad of the Year award at that moment. I'd say that's ridiculous. And for the press to bring that up, it's just another moment where they're trying to sensationalize stuff. And so that's the way I feel about it. Okay, I thought he was kind of an ass. He's always been an asshole. Oh, I mean, I'm everybody. Not, I mean, not disagree. You know, I mean, everybody knows that he's always been kind of self-centered, and that's what's made him a great athlete. And that's what's you know. I mean, yeah. You know, he's always had an, a hard edge to him and so now suddenly you know he's not gonna be perfect on camera every time i mean give me a break yeah there's nothing <laughs> i just don't see you know if you want to be critical of lance be critical of a, a million different things but i just don't see that as one of them i don't think that's fair and, and you don't know what kind of parent he is airplane flying overhead you can tell we're broadcasting outside awfully low holy shit it's coming right for us they're bugging out <laughs> Something's Bug. going on. They change flight patterns. Well, that's why we live in the high rent district. Mm -hmm. Very nice. I really, I really like the uh, power line motif. You're just saying that because you live north and everybody buries their power lines where you are. 
It's not our fault that our houses were built in the 20s when things were cool. Hey, Pat, I'm looking to make a zip line. Can I come over? <laughs> yeah, do it. Try I've, it it's always, once. It's always blown me away. Like, I love the South Hill. I mean, I would have moved here, but just too pricey. But um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> living the high life. You got to pay the power line. Living the high life. No, but that was always what blew me away. It's, I think it's very reminiscent of Seattle, actually. Seattle has that. Well, the airplane. Well, they don't have the, the tanker. You know what the other thing that pisses me off about you, and this is the other subject you actually wanted to talk to about mm. on this show, is um, you you br- you just bring this crap up on a random basis, and this is your. I think you're going all diet on me because you know you made fun of my my wheat diet the other earlier in the year. I did not. I don't believe I did. You did. The I don't know if you did. Diet? I just I felt don't like think you did. I did. I just felt like you. Did. No, actually, I mean that's that's it's uh, sugar. Yeah, no, actually, I'm I'm for the the gluten free. That was the thing. That was the thing. This you just randomly mentioned sugar toxicity. Yeah. And okay, so me being the the guy who's got to produce this show, I'm the one who goes online and starts researching sugar mm-hmm. and toxicity. It's and true. I'm pissed. I I can't eat anything mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. After this. Damn gluten! Not it wasn't gluten. It was wheat free. It's not gluten free. It is a wheat free diet. And finding out, okay, this looks good. I could probably get through on this diet. This isn't too bad of an idea. Okay, I'm reading the book. I'm going, hey, you know, yeah, I'll start this. I'll do this. Halfway through the book, oh yeah, I'm, I can pull this off. Three two thirds of the way through the book, the freaking then they tell you everything else you can't eat, and I find out that my entire diet's going to consist of, you know, nuts, berries, and. What else? I mean, you know, there was a couple other things and uh, meat and beans and beans. Mm. But that was it. And Mm. then so I went, okay, come on. I mean, first of all, I'm screwed. This is going to be nightmare. And now now I'm researching sugar and finding out that I can't eat anything with sugar in it. And so it's like, Jesus, what can I eat besides Budweiser Select 55? I'm just trying to find a happy medium. And, uh, well, you didn't. Well, sugar toxicity is interesting, though. I mean, what they found with it is, I, th- I was actually thinking about that today. Is Think about I when did. you were a kid, though. Think about when you were a kid. Where did you like to go? Anywhere with candy. Yeah. I mean, I still remember riding my bike to the Giant T for the sole purpose of buying candy. Yeah, Necco wafers. I didn't buy Necco wafers. <laughs> I have no idea where that, that even came from. <laughs> but if you think about when you were a kid, because realistically candy was your alcohol, and you would go anywhere to get that candy. Yeah. It really would. It hits the same receptors as many drugs. Is and it's they say, it's oh, it's cocaine. It's not cocaine. Okay, let's just be honest about that. But it, it really does hit many of the brain receptors similar to basically the, the pleasure receptors of, of drugs. And you know what? And that, that's what that book said. Actually, Wheat Belly spoke of that too—that it can actually cause a chemical reaction similar to a drug high. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but why is this all of a sudden such a, a new thing? Why are we now in this obesity scare and all this thing? It has have our diets increased that much in sugar? Yes and no. I'd say my. And this is really not with a demographic study, but if I watch the news and go off of what I read. A lot of what I've seen happen is kids stay inside. They they yeah. they have really cool things to do inside. By the way, I mean way cooler than we had. Like yeah, this is you, way better than Pong. When you stayed home from school, it sucked. It was a nightmare. I mean, it was just like you stayed home from school, and you must have been sick because 
you'd sit there and the first couple hours like, oh, awesome. And then, yeah. you know, there wasn't a whole lot to it was do. Hell. Yeah. I mean, wasn't much on TV. You didn't, you had what, two, four, six, and seven. You didn't have channels. Yeah. You, you, I like to read, so it wasn't too bad. But I mean, it was just, there wasn't much to do. There was no interaction. So you might as well go to school. Nowadays, video games, and I think video games are as corrosive, and no pun intended, um, they are as corrosive as sugar. Um, I think video games meet many pleasure receptors and things like that 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 sugar or drugs do. And I mean, it's just nickel psychology. So you have anyway all these distractions. Kids don't ride their bikes. Kids don't run outside and play as much as they used to. Oddly enough, poor kids do because yeah. they don't have the cool video games. But there's many kids that will sit inside on a Saturday for what ten hours and do oh, nothing. God. Whereas, literally, we went outside, really not because we were so civic-minded and wanted to get out and exercise. It was There was nothing to do, so you might as well go run around and throw stuff at each other. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that was... Uh, so then, and so you take that, and you have that one aspect of society. And then now, they've really gotten processed foods and sugar down to an art. I'd say yeah. better than when we were kids. I mean, literally, they can package that up and deliver it to kids in what they want, when they want it. I mean, juice boxes, fruit roll-ups. Um, they even hit, you know, they hide it in something, you know, that should be healthy. So people think they're giving their kids a healthy snack with a fruit roll-up. Yeah. Um, chips. Made with real fruit. Yeah, 10%. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that gummy crap is. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, so you look at all those things. I mean, it was not uncommon for me as a kid to just sit there and eat an apple. I mean, a lot of kids don't eat fresh fruit. Yeah. They don't eat vegetables. So I would say what is going on, I, well, there's a lot of money to be made in video games and processed food. Yeah, and it's it's more affordable, and that's what's been driving me the most crazy is, for example, with these diets, I mean, you try to you try to get on board with them, and it, it'll take you to the poorhouse trying to find these proper ingredients. Eating healthy and eating, orga- eating organically, for example, is not cheap. You want to hear my, my little point on organic? I, I believe, you know, you hear people, oh, we should all farm organic, and that's, that's going to solve the world's problems. Yeah. I believe if you don't like one-third of the po- world's population, certainly we should farm organic. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, the world's population has grown to such an extent that if you were to look at the numbers on crop yields, it's my understanding that you would you'd kill off a su- substantial portion of the population really? if you were to grow things organic. So it's not – I don't know if organic foods are the answer. Organic foods are certainly more healthy in many respects, yeah. and uh, they should be utilized by those who can afford them, but they are also a luxury. Yeah. No, and that's what's, that's what's killing me, and I – oh, my God. It's just – it. I, I, I guess it all comes down to the fact that there's a business for everything, and you can market and make a hell of a lot of money whatever angle you're you're pushing. But it's interesting, too. I mean, organic food really does have benefits. I mean, if you eat, like, organic fruit, I think is my best example. If you eat an yeah. orange versus an organic orange, the organic orange tastes way better. I mean, try it. I mean, it's it's... I was always under the assumption that you could eat something... You don't have to go organic with something with a skin or a shell. I disagree. Um, you know, I don't know what it is, but try and find. I mean, just maybe I'm buying the different oranges or something like that. But I've actually okay. I've tried this before and bought like the nice orangey orange, sun kissed, yeah, pretty orange, and I've bought the organic orange that isn't as pretty, and I've eaten them and same kind navel orange or whatever. Yeah, I bought the same kind, 
and literally tried them both, and the organic orange was way better. And really? I've done that on, on several occasions. It's not like, and this is my own empirical study. I mean, yeah. it means nothing. Yeah. But to me, it, and, and I've tried it with other fruits and stuff, and, and certainly some of the organic products are just far superior in taste, yeah. in, in my opinion. It's just, you know, price them out. They're twice as expensive. So when it comes to sugar, though, I, my mom always gave me this rule. She says, look at the label on the back and take the grams of sugar and cut it in half, and that is the equivalent to how many teaspoons you're putting into your mouth. Do you think that's a close relation? So let's I say, for example, if it, has, if it has 20 grams of sugar, you're basically taking the equivalent of 10 spoonfuls of sugar and putting them into your face. I don't think so because a gram is I would like to learn that. I would like to figure out a small bit of sugar. There's a thousand grams in a kilogram yeah so well no i mean i think it's a, it's but sugar. a kilogram is it works really well in scaring the crap out of me is oh okay saying. okay i was gonna say then definitely yeah that's that's exactly <laughs> right but i guess so 10 grams so if it's 10 grams of sugar or 20 grams of sugar 10, that says like two grams would be a teaspoon and i don't think so no, that's not enough, is it? I don't yeah. think so. But I mean, it's a great way to scare I love kids. When I'm I, doing I would love when I pull this mm-hmm. research out and just go with it, you know, and really make myself sound intelligent. Yeah, I think so far we've we've sounded pretty much like geniuses. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, no, I I mean, my understanding grams of sugar. I get a little um, confused on grams of carbs and things like that because. I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, my understanding, I mean, if it's a weight measurement, fine. I, I really don't understand how it works. All I know is I'm at the point now where I'm finding that I can't eat freaking anything. Well, I mean, it's because we're old. Well, no, it's not by what it does to me. It's what I've researched and what I've discovered, you know, and finding all these things. You know, in terms of the wheat, the fact the wheat that we're eating now is not the wheat, the amber waves of grain eat wheat. It has become so altered over the years in order for crop sustainability in order to, you know, handle drought, drought, flood, things like that. They have altered it. And it is now something that we cannot digest as easily as what the original wheat was. I'm finding out that now we're dealing with, uh, you know, such high sugar contents in our diets. It's just, holy crap. I just don't want to play anymore. Historically, it's kind of funny, though. This is not a new problem because I will bore you with a Cliff Clavin movement. But but uh, how many how many June Cleavers in the 50s were overweight? Well, I mean, how once much, again. How much exercise did the June Cleavers in the 50s do? Uh, None. It was not cool to exercise in the 50s, for especially for women. Uh, okay, maybe. But I would say, you know, the, the people were way more active. You because know, society made them active and they couldn't sit in front of a TV. I mean, what were you going to watch all day? Like, I'm just going to sit. Yeah. Let's say you're June Cleaver. Screw it. I'm going to hire a maid. I'm going to hire a cook. I'm just going to watch TV. Yeah. How long would you last, June? You know, I mean, you're going to be bored out of your skull. Yeah. And so, but now people aren't bored. I yeah. mean, those games fulfill needs, real needs for people. I mean, they literally don't need to go outside. Yeah. You know, Especially they online. Dealing yeah. with, <laughs> we can't bash that because people went online to get their stuff. Well, that's that's different, though. I mean, <laughs> uh, we we like things that are online. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I mean, when there's guys our age going, "Hey, did you get the new modern combat?" or I don't really know the name of the game. Yeah, and the reason I really don't play those games is, quite frankly, I think I'd like them. I think they. I could sit down. I'm that guy. I could are sit you? down. I'm not. 
I could. I've well, played them with my son a couple times, and they're not. It's not my thing. Well, I don't think it's my thing, but I think it could be. And I, I yeah. mean, not like, but I think I would waste. I mean, I would get pissed off and waste a month of my life on trying to get to the fifteenth level of mortal. <laughs> death march or something <laughs> and what are you doing mark nothing i'm just going home from work yeah you know i mean i i could get sucked into that i think i'm geeky enough to get sucked into that but what i see is normal guys our age that grew up just like we did that are spending just tons of time in front of a a, yeah. a box and you know they got their little their little microphone and yeah oh yeah they're talking yeah, and to they're <laughs> I mean, you know, all right, you go around the corner and I'm going to light this guy up. Yeah. All right. You know, it's, you know, that's not cool. (laughs) You know, but that's, they're meeting needs that way. I mean, they're getting entertainment and they're actually getting social interaction, even if they're not playing with other people. Yeah. And so that's why I just think sports are pretty important is you need that interaction. You need other people. I, I think. The artificial part is good, but all it does is make sure you accomplish nothing. You know, like Guitar Hero is my favorite. Like the hours that kids spend playing Guitar Hero and Rock Band, they could be really you good guitars. You could have learned the instrument. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a good game, and I played it with my stepson. But I mean, you know, uh, you, you could have learned guitar. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, and that's where it's it's come to. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's my opinion, though. I think it's. If we look at what's wrong with the youth today, because we were the youth of yesterday, so something was wrong with us too. But if we look at what's what's weird is it is diet and it is also technology. Technology, Strava, everything we love about Strava is also the heart of the problem of what's wrong with why kids don't race today. Are you sure? Because Strava is getting you out out to it though it's getting you out to actually do the activity but it's an app that allows you to connect to this greater world without ever leaving your home i mean but I'm you not have saying, to leave your home for but, strava but what i'm saying is strava the abilities that strava gives us and that ca- connectivity is the same problem kids are connected to each other without leaving their home yeah that so what that you're basically the, the potential problem with strava is i went out and rode the climb i didn't go out and ride the climb with somebody else well, maybe, but I, I don't have an I don't have an issue with Strava at all. Maybe I'm maybe I'm not being clear. No, I, I'm I just kind of putting it in terms of. I think Strava is a great app, and it's it's everything we support on this show. The issue I have is like technology itself is so vast now, and people are isolating more and more because of technology. Okay, I mean, they they don't talk to each other as much. I mean, I really you know, there's neighbors I have that I've talked to probably three or four times in a year. That you know, and it's high. Yeah, people, my next door neighbors. I I really don't talk to them. Wow, you know, I just hey, we drop off Your cookies and everything. Well, really? Yeah, we drop off cookies and everything, but they don't they don't really talk to us. Wow, yeah. God, I talk to my neighbors. You should have been the orgy that I invited them to. I just should have done that. <laughs> A key party or something like that. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was awkward at first, um, but it got better. <laughs> once, once, you, once you gave him a couple, couple of fifty fives, and you're on your way. So we should just call them fifty fives because then it yeah. makes it sound so much more authentic, you know, yeah. something like that. So, hey, uh, we are almost to that point where it's time for that rant, the famous rant. And I don't, I, I, 
I think it's your week. Is it your I week? think it is my yeah, week. I think it's your week. This is going to be a short one, but well, uh, before we get to that rant, because okay, we always end the show after the rant. But up. before we get to the rant, I want to uh, thank everybody who's been kind enough to be ranking us and rating us on iTunes. Keep that coming. That's nice. That's very nice. And uh, so uh, to keep rolling with us, um, we were outside tonight, so we didn't take any calls on the show. But uh, we will be back to that again, being able to take your Skype calls and get things going because that's always fun. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy that to hear some, from some of the listeners and things like that going. If you want to catch us up up with us on Skype, uh, Pack Filler is the name of our Skype account. Friend us, we'll 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 friend you back for crying out loud. Check us on Facebook, check us on uh, Twitter, and get out there and ride because I need to give me some motivation. Join our Strava team so I'll go out and ride. Right. Without further ado, I do believe it is Mark Hodgson's time. For the now famous Pack Filler Podcast rant. Well, I'm going to go back to something that Pat brought up a while back, and he said, at which point do you just accept your body image at a certain age? And I guess that's one of the things I looked at when I look at some of my peers, because as the older I get, the worse my peers look. (laughs) It's somewhat (laughs) alarming. I have literally seen people that are two years older than me look literally like they are on death's door. As anyone can tell, knowing that I consider health food a Budweiser Select 55, (laughs) would know that I am by no means sitting around counting every calorie that goes into my body. Unfortunately, though, I'm 39 years old, almost 40, and it has come to that point where, God damn it, if I don't watch what I do, I will balloon like the girl on Charlie... (laughs) And the, or Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. You remember the bo- the blueberry girl that they had to roll out. That's kind of where I'd be going if I didn't watch what I did. And so I go back and I realize how much I hated my junior high teachers because they told me, the choices you make today will affect you for the rest of your life. The choices you make today. And there were some kids, and I myself was included in them and said, fuck you. My choices will affect me for the rest of my life. (laughs) Whatever. Well, we did make choices back then. And some of the choices, somebody went out and probably did a drug for the first time and ruined their life. Other kids decided just to continue down the same road and never have any success at anything. Those choices really did affect them for the rest of their life. Not learning math affected me for a long time. (laughs) It took me a while to get through college. Those are things that do affect you for the rest of your life. But my question is now, what choices do we make uh, make now that will affect us for the rest of our lives? What stupid things are we putting in our mouths? What stupid things are we putting into our bodies? How many times do we say, oh, it's no big deal. I've done this for years. Well, guess what? The clock's ticking, pal. So I have made the choice not to go gently into that good night. I'm going to fight Mother Nature with every fiber of my being for as long as I can. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to give up on life's pleasures. and I'm going to live some sort of monastic life where I eat only organic, wheat-free beer. Um, that's not going to happen. But what I do think is, is we do make choices, and you need to be cognizant of those choices that you make. So to this day, I give a cheers to my friend Pat and the choices we make. And also, the choices we make really do affect us for the rest of our lives. To Budweiser 55. I'm going to have to think about that one. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another Pack Filler Podcast. I'm Pat Bolger. I'm Mark Hudson. We will see you soon.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.